everyone, welcome to the Prep Zone Podcast. I'm your host, Esteban Divino, and today I'm sitting here with uh, Wrecker Zone, Adam Udell. Adam, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Thank you for having me on this. Of course, man. I'm so excited to have you. Uh, we're going to talk about a lot of stuff today, but uh, the first thing I have to kick off, which I think that everyone... Ha- are you t- tired of talking about the word game? Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, that's in the past, and we've talked a lot about last year with just the basketball year as a whole, because it was, it was really great, but this year we're just trying to focus on present present day and each taking one day at a time and listen the season is going really well for you guys i mean i know i know you're just coming off uh, you know a three-game skid but you picked back up talk about what has been i guess the most surprising thing for you this season um i just say like how close the team is we lost uh nine seniors last year and they were all in one friend group and they were super close and this year coming in coach made it uh the four captains job to just make the team as close as possible and i think that the underclassmen have come in and done a great job of just mixing in with the older guys and we've just become like one big unit yeah and and that happened last year too because i remember you guys came in in the class when you guys were right away accepted right is there something about the coach that's going on the team there that really welcomes you know on the classmen everybody to the club yeah it's definitely the culture i mean it's just you pay your respects like when you're when you're a young guy you come in and you earn the respect of the older guys and then as you get older you got to do the same thing to the younger younger guys so it's really just like a cycle that goes through so it's really important honestly because it keeps the underclassmen and the upperclassmen together and another big thing is, like, as the underclassmen come in, we're just all really connected. Um, the freshmen, they get to play with some of the older guys from, you know, coming as soon as eighth grade ends, and that just helps the bond a lot more. Yeah, and I see you guys do a really good job of, like, you know, getting the PAL guys to come and participate and be yeah. a part of the team. Now, you guys, went, you went through that, Yeah. right? So is there, some, is there a moment when you're, like, not at the Staples team, that something you participated that kind of, like, stuck with you through all of it? Yeah, I mean, eighth grade, my brother was, he was a junior. So, like, uh-huh. his most of his friends were on varsity and playing. So, just, like, seeing games. It was it was COVID year, so I didn't get to go to games. It was, like, watching games online, like, that always stuck with me. Like, I knew, like, I wanted to be out there one day having, like, my friends, younger brothers, like, watching me play. Yeah, and that's interesting. You touched on that. So, you talked about, you know, how... They were playing, and they were kind of your role models, right? Yeah. Do you think of yourself as in the court as a role model that someone is watching you like you watch your brother's friends play and brothers? Uh, does, that, I, does that go through your mind? How, how does that play in your I mind? Actually, I haven't really thought of that at all, but, I mean, it's pretty cool to see because I know that when I was a freshman, I was lucky enough to, like, go under some of my brother's best friends, like Caleb Tobias, for example, because he used to drive me everywhere for basketball. And, like, just, like, looking up to those guys, like, just seeing, like, this is exactly where I want to be when I'm a senior or a junior. So it's just really exciting to think that that's hopefully what I'm doing for the underclassmen this year. Yeah, that's really cool. Now, um, basketball, and I know that you're a big lacrosse guy as well. I've seen some of the lacrosse videos online. It's really, really cool stuff. Um, so next, uh, you're, you're going to Michigan, right? You've already decided that. Yeah. And you're playing lacrosse. Yeah. So talk about playing multiple sports and how does lacrosse and basketball, you know, in your mind, they connect together. How does one prepare you for the other? Yeah, I think that the positions that I play just really bind together really well. So, like, for basketball-wise, like, I'm a point guard, so I'm supposed to be looking for my teammates. I'm definitely a pass-first point guard, like a traditional guy. So, I mean, I'm always looking for Sam, who's over there. But um, just like that's helped me in lacrosse because now I be, uh, Coach K turned me into an ex-attackman, and so I'm behind the net looking for my teammates at all times. So I think that that's really helped me with both sports, just having the vision to find my teammates at all times. 
Yeah, and, and that's cool. So we're going to like, I'm really excited about lacrosse season support. I haven't gotten too much into yeah. it, but like I said, I'm learning. I'm watching yeah. the videos. I'm trying to get into that. So talk about how your recruiting process went, like from the first thing you remember to now. Because, you know, one thing that I, that I get questioned on a lot is the amount of Division One athletes that, that Staples puts mm. out, right? I mean, especially the lacrosse program, you know, uh, you guys have been very successful. Mm. And there is, you know, signing day coming up as well. But, you know, you've already committed. Um Talk about how the process went for you, the first thing you remember, and um, how did you come to the decision? Yeah, so it's it's a pretty exciting experience, um, but it really starts in the summer. So you play um, in a bunch of tournaments with your club team. I'm on Eclipse, who does a great job of getting a lot of kids recruited. Um, so I played throughout the summer. I went to a lot of showcases, and then it all and then you take a little break, and then September 1st is the first day that coaches can reach out. So I decided I was going to stay up. It was like 11.59, like the night before. And I was kind of freaking out because you can't really – I didn't want to have like high expectations and get no calls or no texts or anything. But I was fortunate enough to – when it hit 12, I received a couple of texts throughout um, that entire time from like 12 to 1. And it was pretty really cool experience. And then, um, you know, a bunch of checks saying like set up calls um, – throughout the day so uh-huh. i was able to stay home and have a lot of uh conversations with coaches which i was really grateful for but i think i definitely worked hard and and like i mean i just worked hard to receive those calls yeah. so it was, it was pretty special um and that was just the beginning and then once you go on the phone you see which schools like you and then i took some visits um which were all really amazing all the schools are really beautiful and everything and then once I got to Michigan, I just knew, like, this is the place I wanted to be. It was really my dream school from the beginning. I knew that this is the place I wanted. But I was told not to have my heart set on one place just in case, like, they didn't yeah. want me. No, but it, it's funny because you mentioned that. So I just went with that with my oldest son, right? It's funny. People say that when you get to the place that you're supposed to be, you know it. Yeah. You feel it. And, and that happened to you too, right? 100%, yeah. And, like, you, you, it was cool. You mentioned about staying up. Now, a cool story that I remember seeing is um, I think it was the, the Sean Watson said that the, he's, uh, he stayed to 2 a.m. to see his first paycheck in his yeah. bank account. It was almost like that. He said, you stayed up, yeah. right? And there was text calls, people uh, reaching out to you. Is that how it went? Yeah, it was just a lot of – or it was a good amount of text. Um, but, I mean, I was really nervous because I didn't know what to expect. I was told, like, from – so they basically, like the college coaches, they talk to your high school and the club coaches and they say if they're interested or not. And I knew a f- couple schools were interested in me, but I wasn't sure exactly what I'd get. And um, I was just really grateful that I received texts, especially from Michigan. Yeah, no, that, that was cool. And now as you look ahead you know, and you're still, it's cool that even though you're committed lacrosse, you still do all other sports. Yeah. That has always, is that always been your mindset? Yeah. Uh, ever since I was very young, I've tried to play as many sports as possible. When I was younger, I was playing like baseball, hockey. Hockey was, oh. I was in like kindergarten. Well, I remember facing you in soccer when I was coaching. <laughs> that, that was never a good experience because you guys always had a power team. Uh, I think Sam was on some of your teams. Those were pretty good teams as well. Yeah, soccer was definitely my strong suit when I was uh, a lot younger, but I, I wound up quitting that after my freshman year. And you went, so you focus on more lacrosse. Was lacrosse always a sport or was it basketball? For I remember you being very strong in basketball as well before the lacrosse thing. It was always lacrosse, um, soccer, and basketball. I always would tell, whichever season I was in, that was my favorite sport at the time. <laughs> yeah. But at some point, I had to make a decision on which sport I wanted to play college at. And I knew it obviously wasn't going to be basketball. So it was really between soccer and lacrosse. And I felt like 
I had a stronger connection with lacrosse than I did soccer, so I went with that. Yeah, and, I mean, and, and the growth that lacrosse experienced in our town is pretty pretty amazing, right? It's great. It is like because I remember when I I got to town, geez, uh, about 15, 20 years ago, and lacrosse was I mean soccer really you know the, the that rec league like dominated, yeah. and then lacrosse slowly just started chipping away, chipping away, and it became big, right? And I think your generation is a big part of that. Well, yeah, I'd say it has a lot to do with the high school coaching staff. I know Coach K has done a great job ever since he's come in and taken over um, the head coaching spot. Um, he's done a great job of connecting the youth to the high school, and that and that's helped a lot of kids like stay in and just work a lot harder in the offseason, trying to make like lacrosse-only players here, um, which has definitely benefited the, the town. It certainly has. Um <clears throat> And then uh, now the basketball season. Uh, I just want to veer back to that. Yeah. So we're kind of like almost halfway through the season as we record this. And we met before the season started, right? Uh, are the goals still the same? The goals are definitely the same. Uh, you know, we definitely want to be in the FCX championship and we want to take that one home. And in the in D1 division, like we, we played St. Bernard and it didn't go our way, but we know like we could play with these teams. Uh, we, but we definitely have to perform better. Yeah, I, I think you know, especially that Saint Bernard game. It, it was, it was at least in my from looking from afar, it was weird because it seems like you guys early on you were really in it, and yeah. then in the third, it just got away from you a little bit. Yeah, how do you assess that game? Yeah, I mean, it's just they're they're definitely a lot bigger than us, but we gotta we know we have to play bigger than we really are, and we felt that we haven't really played an entire game um, to our potential. We've played quarters well. We've played a couple minutes here and there really well, but we haven't played a full 32-minute game really well. So that's what we're starting to work on as a team. Like we know we have to dig in for 32 minutes in order to pull out these tough wins. Yeah, and it's like I always feel like you want to be playing your better basketball towards the end of the season. Right, so I mean, and then I think the Fs – now, one thing I was looking up, so it looks at Division One. everybody plays a state tournament. Mm Mm-hmm. So it's like that's already a relief because you know that you're gonna have postseason play. Yeah. But I know that the FCX really big for you guys because the rivalry there. I mean that Ridgefield game was was really intense. Yeah, that was, that was it was such a, a good game to be a part of. Um, and now the crowd has been really great at these games. I mean the student sections have been great, and they I think everybody's really you know getting to you guys and really enjoying watching you. Um, how do you guys feel on the court when you when you get to the gym and everybody's there, or all your schoolmates are there, and everybody's cheering you on? How does that feel? I mean, it, it helps a lot, one hundred percent. Like just looking out, hearing people rooting for you, definitely motivates you a lot more. Um, and it's something that we've learned that it doesn't just come to you; you have to earn. Yes. Um, like we needed to come out and we needed to beat teams if we wanted anyone to come watch us because. Especially this year, like no one thought we were going to be any good without Chris Sajak. So coming and we knew like we needed to win the first couple of games. We needed to get people excited about basketball. And I thought we did a good job of that in the first few weeks. No, you did. And that's the thing like, you know, that's to me is unique about, you know, college and high school is that players move on. Right, so it's like every year you feel like you're starting from scratch, right? You have to find your identity. So if you could uh, just maybe like sum up a little bit of what do you think is this team's identity going forward in the rest of the season? Well, we talk about it all the time. Our identity is our defense. That's what's going to make us score. That's what's going to make us win games. If we're able to defend for 32 minutes, we're going to be in really good shape. It also has to do with our offense. Like, if we play good defense, then our offense is much better. But every time the other team scores, it just takes a mental hit on all of us, and which isn't a good thing, but it definitely, if you watch us play, you know, like, other team hits a three, like, we all put our heads down, which is something we definitely got to work on. But um, if we're able to get yeah. stops, we're able to put the ball in the hoop more. 
You are well. It, one thing that I saw was interesting as we recorded. So you guys just uh, played was New Canaan, mm-hmm. right? Was it New Canaan? No, Darien. Uh, so I was watching the Darien game, and I, I think you guys dominated the whole game, and then they got within eight. Yeah. But then I think Nick re- re- hit a big three, and that, and that kind of lifted you guys up. So it seems like you guys get to these moments where a basket comes, and you know, and it kind of lifts you up. So your spirits, as you said, as they go down, they go, come back up. Wow, yeah. and, and that's preparation, right? Yeah, it's definitely, but it's something that we've also been working on is like when we miss shots, we still got to defend. It's all like uh, like – Offense has to marry the defense, and defense has to marry the offense. So it's all just one big cycle. If we could just, you know, stay positive the entire game, it's going to make a big impact. No, it is. And now, um, if you, you know, like you, we were talking about being role models, right? And I think a lot of, you know, young kids, they're maybe in eighth grade, you know, middle school pal, you know, they're always looking up to you guys. Uh, what would, is the biggest advice you'd give them? You know, say, hey, I, I want to play. I want to play at Staples, and I want to wear that S. So what's the biggest advice you give them um, to really to get the level that you, that you are today? I just say, like, if you really want to compete at the highest level, you got to put the work in. Um, some of the freshmen that have come in recently, Sam, Mason, Dylan Loman, Austin, like these guys, it's not the standard to come in as a freshman and just play on varsity. But if you put the work in, you're definitely capable of doing it. Um, these guys aren't the biggest, the strongest, but they come in with so much like preparation that it allows them to play on varsity as freshmen. And that goes for other sports too, like Josh Marcus started as a freshman for lacrosse. Like these guys come in prepared and have worked hard. So, you know, if you're in eighth grade and you think like, oh, like I'll play varsity in three years, like like their mindset should be like I'm gonna put the work in now so I could play next year or within two years. Yeah, that, that's that's interesting because like it's about putting in the work, right? Yeah. It's go, when going to you know going in the field and nobody's there, yeah. right? It's always people say like you know, uh, it, basically the work you do in the dark gets revealed in the light, mm-hmm. right? So it's all the work you put in, right? Yeah. So uh, let me ask you then, um, if you could, um, you know, kind of play just one sport all season long, and I and I hate to put you in a spot like that, yeah. But I know it's probably be lacrosse. But as you look at all the sports you played, anything, any regrets there, or would you go back and do all of them again to help you out? Um, there's one thing that I I regret, but I also don't because I don't know how I'd fit it in. But I've always wanted to play football, tackle uh-huh. football. Even like now, I still want to play. I just know like I'm not allowed to. But <laughs> I remember like it was, I want to say I was in like sixth or seventh grade and. It got to the point where I was like watching like TV shows on tackle football, and I just I wanted to play so badly. And my parents would yell at me like, "No, like," because like it was like soccer and right. football I was during the same season. Tried to fall, yeah, yeah. Soccer was year round because I was playing beachside, so I wasn't able to. And at one point, I was like willing to give up soccer, but luckily my parents pushed me away from from football. Like, they weren't like, "No, you can't play," but they were like, "Do you really want to give up soccer?" So. Yeah. But, I mean, if I got one chance to play just one football game, I just want to see how it would go. How you go, right? Yeah, listen, I think that's that a lot of people would think that, right? I mean, I I, I played, um, you know, two years of football. Yeah. And it's 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 a tough sport. It's a tough sport, you yeah. know. But it's uh, I think everything kind of builds you up to what you are today, right? So, I mean, I think it's been very successful for you. I mean, going to Michigan next year is going to – I mean, in two years now. You're still just a junior. Yeah. I know. It's like I, I, I talk to you guys. You look like seniors. But uh, so, uh, look, it's been great having you. Thanks so much for being here, for being so open. Thank uh, you. We want to end with some quick hits here, all right? So the artists get to know you a little bit on a personal yeah. level, all right? So I'm going to ask some questions. You can give one or the answers, or you can spend on them, okay? Right. We got plenty of time. So, all right, let's start. So TikTok or Instagram? Uh, Instagram. Instagram. What's your favorite artist or song? 
Um, what pumps you up before the game? What's what what's in what's There's a lot of Drake. I'll a lot of Drake. What, favorite? Do uh, you have a favorite song of Drake's or just? Uh, no favorites, just Drake. Okay, what's the last series that you binge watched? Um, Suits, so good. I I recently that as well. Yeah, yeah, that's. I think I think like we go through series. Everybody's kind of does the same thing, right? Yeah, suits was really, watching Suits recently. Yeah, Suits is really really good. Or pizza or ice cream? Ice cream. Uh, fiction or nonfiction? Uh, fiction. Amusement parks or water parks? Uh, I get too nauseous, so I'm gonna go water parks. Uh, one thing you can't live without. Hmm. My bed. Your bed. The coolest thing in your room. Kevin Durant signed jersey. Very nice. Uh, what superpower do you wish you had? Uh, I wish I had the flash of speed. Uh, if you could have lunch or dinner with anyone, dead or alive, who would that be? Oh, this is a good one. Ah, uh, there's so many people. I'd probably go with like... I'd say Michael Jordan. That would be so much fun. Say My next question would be Jordan and LeBron, so I don't need Jordan. to ask that one. That's, that's a pretty obvious there. The goat is not him. Yeah, 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 listen, I'm with you on that. I had the conversation with Coach Goldshore, <laughs> and we totally agreed as well. Yeah, so it yeah. seems like that, that's training uh, on the right direction. Uh, and last one here. If you could go back in time to the first day of sixth grade, what, would you give, what, what advice would you give yourself? Uh, oof. So many things. I was definitely not looking great in sixth grade. Um, I just say like keep putting the work in and keep like going out there and just giving it your all. Awesome, Adam. Again, thanks so much for being here. All right. Thank Good you. luck the rest of the season. We'll see you guys soon. Thank you.